You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Americans pulled back on spending last month. Retail sales declined 1% in March, a larger drop than expected. It's a sign that higher interest rates and inflation impacted spending. However, because there are signs inflation is retreating, shoppers may have been able to buy things for less. Analysts say lower tax refunds compared with last year were also a factor in March spending. J.P. Morgan Chase is defying a crisis of confidence in the banking business, reporting record revenue for the recent quarter, and its profit was up more than 50%. PNC, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo also reported better-than-expected earnings. United Health is raising its forecast for the year. It added 2 million more members in the quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Birch News Talk. 96.5 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of leaking sensitive U.S. intelligence. The day after 21-year-old Jack Teixeira was arrested at the home he shares with his mom. Teixeira wearing red shorts and a green t-shirt, walking slowly down that driveway as those federal agents waited with their weapons drawn. Quite the scene. The FBI raided that house as the U.S. government investigates what's being called the biggest national security breach in at least a decade. Teixeira worked specifically as an IT specialist for the Air National Guard. At the time, he held the highest level security clearance. Fox's Alexis McAdams outside the courthouse in Boston. Lawmakers in both parties have questions. Democratic Congressman Richie Torres tells Fox. How could a 21-year-old National Guardsman so easily access and leak massive amounts of, of classified intelligence? The Republican chair of the House Intel Committee also wants to know why it went unnoticed for weeks. First posted in a friend's group chat on a gaming website. North Korea is boasting about the missile it launched yesterday. It's most powerful yet a solid fuel intercontinental ballistic missile. An ICBM with built-in solid propellants would be easier to move and hide and fire quickly and be harder to detect. It's not clear how close the North is to having a missile capable of striking the U.S. mainland. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, a drug company that makes an abortion pill Mifepristone has just asked the Supreme Court to preserve access without restrictions imposed by court rulings that women can't get the drug by mail, and it's only available up to seven weeks into a pregnancy. Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a bill to ban most abortions when fetal heart activity is detected at about six weeks. Pro-choice critics say many women don't even know they're pregnant by then. Another GOP-led state is putting new transgender regulations in place. Starting April 27th, those under 18 in Missouri cannot get gender affirmation health care without undergoing a year and a half of therapy. That's Fox's Grinnell Scott. America's listening to Fox News. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen social security number? Not me. Nope. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. 
LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. When you get nachos, tacos, empanadas, spicy queso with jalapenos, Pepto-Bismol's there. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, effective relief from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. All the things that can happen unexpectedly on vacation. So before you travel, pack the Pepto. Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 606. That's 606. Win Cash, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. I'm Hannah Como, and I'm here with my husband, Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed. And as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship. We believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Griffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalon. We're filling in for the great Moon Griffon here. Good morning to you. How y'all doing? How hey, y'all doing? good morning, folks. If Real you'd glad like to, to be with you. If you'd like to call in, you can call the Matthew James Financial Hotline, 1-844-766-6607. We've got a packed hour oh, so far. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's a lot coming on. We've got Liz uh, Morales coming up. We've got Raymond Cruz coming up. And we also have Dodie Horton. Representative Dodie Horton. So we're going to be talking to Also Hol- uh, representative from uh, Louisiana Right to Life. Uh, lots, of, uh, lots of legislation in uh, this session uh, affecting life. You saw John Bell Edwards talking about how he wants to abolish the death penalty in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and, and that's an interesting topic. Um, the, the death penalty here in the state of Louisiana, we haven't really, I think we've executed maybe two people in the last 20 years, none in the last eight while, or the last seven while John Bell Edwards has been governor. 
Uh, we've got, ooh, I don't remember the exact number. Um, we've got, there are dozens of people who are on death row. I, I think it's, it's more than 35, but it's less than 60. I don't exactly remember the, the exact number. Um, while our, our neighbor's state, Texas, has been uh, executing people at a, at a rather rapid clip, Louisiana hasn't. We've actually had more people who have been exonerated who were on death row than people who have been executed since the turn of the century. So that, that's kind of a, an interesting topic. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that a lot later on in the show as well. Right. But I believe right now we have, do we have Dodie Horton? I think we have the first of a bajillion guests. A bajillion guests. That are scheduled. So okay. folks, just uh, <laughs> hope you get a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. And let's uh, let's get started. Well, and, and can we start? With, there's I don't think there's anybody better we could start with than Representative Dodie Horton. Welcome to the Moon Graffon Show. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all are so kind. It's an honor to be here. Well, and we know that you're very busy because the legislative session has just started. Uh, I, I, it's brand new. We, we, the first week of the legislative session. What has been your impression so far of what's going on now that the Republicans have super majorities in both houses? Well, it is an exciting time, and uh, we are already um, preparing for a veto override session. We want everyone that, to do their duty and to be prepared uh, to override the vetoes of bills that are essential to, to uh, public safety, to our children's health and well-being, uh, parental rights protection, Second Amendment protection, constitutional carry. We have a gamut of bills that, uh, we, that have been vetoed in the past that we expect to be vetoed, and we need to be ready. Uh, the, the public and, have, and has voted and allowed us to have this supermajority in order to have checks and balances and so we challenge every lawmaker senate to in house to be prepared to come back in for a veto override session which i believe would is scheduled for july 17th so there's no excuse you can't say you didn't know when it was going to be you can't say you you're planning the vacation you need to be prepared to do your duty on behalf of the citizens that we represent so 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 with a veto proof majority is there a different mood on uh, the senate floor on the floor of the house i mean is this session does it feel different it, it truly does it truly does and and uh i'm grateful that it's an election year because it even uh i hope that uh, puts a a greater public eye on uh our voting records on our our stand as uh, the republican delegation what we support and uh, and our responsibility to follow through uh, with, if need be, I should say, if need be, uh, for a veto override session. So we do feel like we finally have uh, enough committed uh, patriots to stand together on behalf of the citizens. And, and like I said, a gamut of, of subjects and priorities. And so um, we're excited, very excited. Dodie, speaking of patriotism, you have a bill that's that's up for discussion about putting the 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 phrase "In God We Trust" in every single classroom in the state of Louisiana. First of all, why is that something that you thought was necessary? That I mean, you only get a limited number of bills that don't have anything to do with with economics, right? That you can. This is one of the bills that you put in. Obviously, this is important to you. Why is this one of those those bills that you said we got to do this? Well, it is very important, and, and uh, it's been a, it's an amending current law that uh, mandates that a, a, a poster 
you know, certain size uh, with the, our national motto, and God we trust, be posted in every K through 12 school. And, uh, but, you know, my, when I asked my grand, grandchildren if they've ever seen it, and they said no. And so as important it is for us to have a flag in every classroom and to say the pledge, I believe it's equally important uh, to have a message of hope. And, uh, it, and our national motto is exactly that. It is our nation saying, in God we do trust. I mean, we have it on our currency, and I believe that it is just vitally important for our children in this day and age especially to be cognizant of how what our country was founded on. And it was founded on godly values. It's not preaching a certain religion or taking anyone's rights away. It's been challenged in court uh, six or more times, more times than I think it's 12 times. And always it has came out unscathed that it is, a, it is our national motto, and it can be displayed in, in anywhere that's public property. So I just feel at this time in our lives and our children's lives, all that they've gone through, to look up, and they, to me it just provides a message of hope. Just as you, when you're all over the world and you see a, uh, in foreign countries and you see at an embassy that fly, our flag flying, it's a message of, of freedom and hope. Uh, for uh, those countries as well, and, a, and it's a, a, a refuge for all Americans. And so uh, I feel that our national motto uh, needs to be a very important lesson and for our children to learn. And I want to put God in the classrooms any way that we can, and I believe that that's a wonderful way to do that. So. Right. No, you're absolutely right. In God We Trust has appeared on U.S. coins since 1864. Uh, it originated in the lyrics of the Star Spangled Banner in 1814. So it's not hard to understand why God is central to our nation's guiding principle. But with all of that said, what does the opposition have to say to you with regards to this bill? Well, I haven't. Uh, no one has uh, opposed it to me personally or to my office. Um, well, that's I, good. Uh, yes, so far, you know, um, I just kind of, it's not a partisan issue at all. You know, uh, we are all Americans, regardless of your party. Our children are. And um, again, like you said, we have it on our currency. And, uh, and it's just an important message to let, to teach our children what our motto, what, what we feel best defines our heart and our nation. And that is in God we trust. You know, I believe it was Dwight Eisenhower that uh, uh, made it to our our national motto after all the horrors that he saw in World War II yeah. and uh, in different wars and, and seeing the horrors of hate and the result of hate, you know, to, to want this to be our national motto spoke volumes to me. And I just think it's an important history lesson as well. We're speaking with Representative Dodie Horton. Uh, Dodie, we got about two minutes left here. Uh, as as you are moving forward, other than that bill, what what is the, your biggest priority? What is the thing you're really trying to get across and and get pushed through the legislature this year? Well, I, I have I have two that are equally important. Uh, I'm carrying a bill on behalf of Journey Bailey. She's inspired the bill, and it and what it does it is concerning the cytomegalovirus CMV. And it's a virus that uh, normally comes out in newborns. It's passed from the mother to the to the newborn, and um, it is debilitating. And normally, if a, child, if an infant fails a test, a hearing test, um, within the first three months, then they will screen the child for this virus and begin antiviral 
uh, vaccine antiviral treatments. But if we, most of the time it's too late because you can't, uh, your chances of reversing um, the, the many, many disabilities that come along with not catching this at a, in, in time, it's, it's unbelievable a journey. She's blind, she uh, has cerebral palsy, she uh, has different, different challenges. And if we could have had this test uh, mandated at birth, along with the others that are mandated to be screened, and I think it's just a, a, a saliva test, then if they'd have caught it then, she would be walking, she may be seeing, and uh, also she may have had a chance to hear. Because as soon as it's th- the earlier the diagnosis, the better chance you have to reverse any ill effect it has. That is a huge priority to me because this virus is the, the number one non-genetic cause of hearing loss and other disabilities in children in the nation. That, that and, sounds uh, like a, a fairly easy, easily preventable uh, disease if, if we just get it early. Right. Representative yes, yes. Dodie Horton, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, I know you've got some other meetings that you've got to get to in the legislature's in session. So thank you thank for your you. time. Uh, appreciate you being here on our Moon Griffon show. And, of course, we'll talk to you again. I know, I know Moon will have you back. Moon has you all the time. So that will be great. <laughs> hey, well, thank you, guys. Thank you for your service. I can't wait to hear the other, uh, my other colleagues. Thank yeah. you. Well, and speaking of which, we've got Liz Morrell, the, the Solicitor General for the state of Louisiana, Coming up next, you're listening to The Moon Griffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone filling in. We'll be right back. Get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans. You know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. And they love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But hey, if you're home and you're in in those areas and you want to cater and and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. This is Moon Griffon for Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Billy T is a fully certified Onan Generator Service Center serving all of Louisiana. Fast service that's done right the first time. Parts, sales, and custom installation. If you own an RV and want the best, an Onan RV generator installed, you got to go to Premier RV. Billy T's techs have decades of Onan generator experience, and nobody in Louisiana has more. Sometimes your camping adventures take you way out in the woods, or maybe you're tailgating, and the only way to get power is an Onan generator installed correctly from Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Take it from me, Moon Griffon. I trust the folks at Premier RV, and so can you. From anywhere in Louisiana, you can call them, 337-233-7494. That's 337-233-7494. Or online at BillyT.com. That's BillyT.com. This is Moon Grafana.
back to the Moon Griffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. We are filling in for the great Moon Griffon. It's such an honor that he keeps asking us to come on back. Uh, we really do are, I mean, of course, we're fans of the show. We listen to Moon Show all the time. All right? the time. You know, one of my favorite segments is when he has that, uh, that climate czar on. That guy's great. Oh, I can't remember his name. I can't. I think he hosts a show yeah. with this terrific fella <laughs> from Shreveport named yeah. Louis R. Avalon. I've heard that guy's pretty good, yeah, too. No, yeah, no, okay. Hey, if you'd like to join the show, uh, give us a call, 1-844-766-6607. That's the Matthew James Financial Hotline. Uh, now, we've got, um, no, we've got a, a packed show. Packed show. We just had Representative Dodie Horton on. Uh, we're, we've got Raymond Cruz coming up next. But right, we've got uh, Solicitor General for the state of Louisiana, Liz Merle. Well, she's coming, coming up here in just a few minutes. Yeah, you know, you saw this story. What's that? The single largest employer on the planet, uh-huh. Walmart. Yes, made the decision to abandon four of its locations in Chicago, where crime rates have continued to spike. And I mean, the city really in Chicago there for just a moment. Yeah, it really hasn't gotten any better. I mean, they went from a radical leftist administration under Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Now right. they've gone to another radical leftist this mayor-elect guy, Brandon Johnson. This guy may be further to the left than Lori Lightfoot. It's like they've doubled down on failure. But just think about it for a minute. If in your community, wherever yeah. you live, okay, if Walmart decided to close down half uh-huh. of their locations in your city, yes, would you, as the leadership, in your community. Right. If you're the mayor, if you're on the city council, what would you do? What would you do? Well, what see, would your first instinct be? My, I would have been talking to Walmart before we got to okay, that make, point. Make no mistake that the leadership from Walmart, uh-huh. the officials from Walmart, they would have were, been reaching were out. already right. talking with the mayor so by the and time, the city council there in Chicago. By the time Walmart says, I'm closing down. That's too late. You've already failed as the leader. When Walmart first came to you and said, we're having problems, you should have been responsive then. Your job as an elected official is to be a public servant, to help the people. If you're refusing to serve Walmart because they're saying, look, we've got too many people robbing stuff, and you don't go, you know what, maybe we should adjust our, our shoplifting rules. And here, here's how we know that this was not something that just it came up overnight. Yeah. Walmart said they have not been profitable in Chicago, collectively, their stores have not been profitable since they opened the first one 17 years ago. Yeah, that's a problem. Seven, they, these stores lose millions of dollars a year, and their annual losses have nearly doubled in just the last five years. But I, I don't think this is just happening. I don't think this is just happening at Walmart. Oh no! Right, or just in Chicago? No, no. There are uh, they. Walmart has actually announced uh, closures in Washington, uh-huh. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Let's see, Indiana, yeah. uh, uh, Florida, uh, I believe Hawaii, New, uh, New Mexico, uh, Arkansas. But I mean, in, that's just that's just a partial list. I'm just off the top of my head. But in most of those jurisdictions, one of the things that's going on is that local law enforcement is not. They're not arresting people for shoplifting. And, and the reason they're not arresting them is because the prosecutors won't prosecute people right. for shoplifting. If you steal up to, what, $750? Well, it depends upon which, which jurisdiction you're talking about. In Dallas, in Dallas, you can steal up to $950. So you can walk into Walmart and walk out with two HDTVs. 
two HD TVs, and they won't arrest you. But see, I think this is the canary in the coal mine. Not just for those cities that I listed off, not just for Chicago, mm-hmm. but I think for communities around the country that if your local law enforcement, if your district attorney doesn't treat crime, theft, yeah. seriously, then you're going to have even more food deserts because a lot of these, obviously, Walmarts were located in neighborhoods that didn't otherwise have Grocery supermarkets. Stores. Right. They didn't because, again, of shoplifting. But we, we're talking about this as this is happening elsewhere in the country. What, what are they doing in New Orleans? We prosecuting every petty crime in New Orleans? It's just, it, what are we doing in Baton Rouge? That's why I say I think this we is... We prosecuting every, everybody that shoplifts in Baton Rouge? We doing that? We doing a good job of that? That's why I say each of our communities across Louisiana ought to be paying attention to what's going on. But see, the politicians in Chicago, you know who they blamed? Walmart. They blamed Walmart. Yeah. They didn't say, you know what? We need to see what we've got to do Mm -hmm. to turn things around so that retailers find the conditions here Mm -hmm. conducive to conducting business. Right. No, no, no. They they blamed Walmart. Imagine imagine this. You've got the most successful brick-and-mortar retailer in the world. Walmart, arguably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, is there anybody else that could meet that title, right? Not at all. So you would think that if anybody knows about doing retail, it's Walmart. They know how to do retail successfully. Yes? Oh, no doubt. Okay. But in Chicago, they're not able to make a profit ever since they've been there. And you go, you know what? This is probably Walmart's failure. Well, that's but what? that's what, but see, leaders don't blame. But this is the sort of inane, idiotic, illogical thinking of the left. Let's blame the corporation. You know why they blame the corporation is because they don't understand business. They don't understand the principles by which the free market economy relies upon in the first place. Well, one of the things that they think they can create a utopia by doing things that go against human nature, right? The, the whole problem with people being in jail is that we're, we're arresting people. We shouldn't. We should stop arresting people. We won't have people in jail. That's the philosophy of the left. What they forget is if the reason why we're arresting people is because they are harming other people. It's not just the people who are in jail who are part of this equation. You've got another side of that. You've got the victims of the crime. And in this case, Walmart's the victim of the crime. If people are walking out with big screen TVs and nobody's stopping them, you're going to stop having a Walmart. And some people might be saying, well, what, what, what did these politicians blame Walmart for? You know what? And this is, this is again, this is exhibit A mm-hmm. of how illogical their thinking is. Walmart did not lower their prices. That's what they said. That, that, that's a direct quote. Hey, we're filling in for the Moon Graffiti Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You can also join in the show by calling the Matthew James Financial Hotline, 1-844-766-6607. We'll be right back. KDNA 
Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880. Or visit GetASPNow.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell him Moon sent you. Hey, folks, it's Moon. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. To the Moon Griffon Show, I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone filling oh. in for the great Moon Griffon. Oh, here. so grateful to be with all of you on this great state of Louisiana. It's and, a Friday. And if you'd like to call in, you can call the Matthew James Financial Hotline, 1-844-766-6607. And you saw John Bell Edwards uh, on the floor of the uh, of the House there in the state legislature making Early his address. Yeah. You know, and he was talking about how we are a pro-life state. That's true. And that he's urging lawmakers to abolish the death penalty okay. in Louisiana. Now, right. now look, I, I'll give this to John Bell Edwards. I think he's certainly far more of a devout Catholic mm -hmm. than our president. That is faint praise, my friend. But here's what's interesting. Here's, okay. I, I think is very curious because he is putting life mm -hmm. front and center. Okay, that's good. But Sean Wilson, mm -hmm. the only Democratic candidate for governor, right, has shied away from running on a pro-life platform. That's true. I mean, he hasn't come out as being uh, anyway, he's saying he's anti-abortion or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. So is he setting Sean Wilson up for trouble? Because, of course, folks are going to be asking Sean Wilson, what, yeah. what is his opinion on the death penalty? Mm -hmm. What is his opinion on life in terms of murdering the unborn right but anyway we'll get into that uh we've got a fantastic got a guest coming show. up but 
speaking of the governor's race, if Jeff Landry becomes governor, right? Right. Who's going to take his place as attorney general? Now, that's actually one of the things that we've been talking about because th- th- we have we have several good candidates. Uh, there's one candidate in particular who probably knows more about how that office functions than you're, just about anybody you're else. You're talking about the solicitor general, I the am. first solicitor general mm-hmm. for Louisiana, Liz Merle. I am. I am. And we have our solicitor general, Liz Merle, on the phone right now here with the Moon Graffon Show. Uh, Liz Merle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're, we're doing well. You know, as we look at the candidates that are running for uh, attorney general and look at, at the different resumes, one of the things that really strikes out is I, I don't think there's anybody else that's in the race that can match the specific experience that you have that the office often requires. And by that, I mean, you've actually tried multiple cases in front of the Supreme Court. You've, Five times. You've, you've won them. You've been there. You've been doing essential jobs within the office of attorney general already. And I think that's that's one of the things that sets you apart from the other candidates. Is that is that fair? Yeah, it's absolutely fair. I mean, I've worked, I've had over, you know, just at the United States Supreme Court, I've handled over 240 cases. And those are, um, a lot of those are criminal cases. So I've handled criminal and civil matters through every level of the courts at the state and federal level. So there's really kind of, you know, have a pretty broad experience. Plus I've worked at on pretty much every branch of government in both the federal and state uh, systems. So I have a very broad, deep, you know, experience in litigation and law generally and in government. So that brings up the question for me of if you were to become attorney general, given that you've worked so closely with Jeff Landry, given that you've been such an integral part of the office already, is there anything that you really would like to change? Is there any big difference? What what would be the difference of a Liz Merle administration as opposed to a Jeff Landry administration looking at the attorney general's office? You know, I think we always have to, we, we do a lot in the attorney general's office that a lot of people just don't realize. It's an extremely uh, broad, we have a very broad reach across public protection, uh, criminal prosecutions, criminal investigations, uh, civil, de- the defense of the constitution, you know, the law, the constitutionality of our laws and represent a lot of agencies across government in a wide variety of matters. We enforce the open meetings laws. Um, so we do a lot. I think what we have to do when we look at what, what we have to look at what our needs are in our state, and we need to make sure that the attorney general's office is flexible and can adapt to the needs of our state and and supply the expertise and the um, and address those priorities. So that's what I would do. So what I'm hearing then is that it really kind of you're not actually planning any major changes from what Jeff Landry's done. You're just trying to make sure the office is able to be responsive as events warrant. Is is that what you're saying? Well, that's fair. And I, but I mean, you know, crime right now is on everybody's, um, is on everybody's mind. It's on mine. It's on yours. It's on everyone. And I think that has to be our top priority is addressing the crime in our state and, and how that affects the state as a whole, the well-being of the people in our state and our economic situation as it relates to um, our perception, the perception of our state nationally. So safety for our people is number one. Uh, You just can't um, be, you can't really address the other problems unless people feel safe. And so I think that has to be our first priority. 
federal overreach is ob- is obviously a significant um, part of what I do in my job, and I think that has to continue to be a priority too. I've never seen a federal administration that has been so aggressively attacking state and local uh, power to govern ourselves, and and I think that goes to the heart of the democratic and, uh, system in our republic. So I would absolutely make that a priority too. Well, with the attorney general as the chief law enforcement officer for the state of Louisiana, what can that office do to help us all feel safer? What can we do to address crime? You, as you pointed out, it's on everyone's mind. Well, you know, one, we've done a couple of things. We have a couple of things that are in motion now. One is transparency with regard to how our district attorneys are operating and whether, you know, what they're prosecuting and how they're handling charges once people are arrested. Our police are frustrated in in certain areas of the state because there is a revolving door of uh, criminal actors who are arrested and then released and put right back out on the street. That is a problem that we need to address very directly. Um, It's not just a problem with district attorneys, frankly, it's a problem with judges. Judges need to hold people in prison when they have committed crimes that make them uh, unacceptably dangerous to the community, repeat offenders, things like that. There, there is a way for us to address bail um, so that it is going to protect people from repeat, repeat, repeat offenders. Does the state of Louisiana need more jails? We've got uh, some some DAs in some places saying, uh, hey, we can't put people in jail and keep people in jail because our, our parish... Uh, correctional facility is is already at you know the fire capacity so we've i mean we have a lot of, i think we have a lot of capacity inside our jails we need more capacity in juvenile facilities and juvenile facilities have to be handled differently than adult facilities so we need to address i think we've got to take a, a, a broad look at the facility situation uh, i've talked with sheriffs who are having to drive juveniles to um to mississippi Oh, to wow. be detained in Mississippi um, because we don't have facilities here. And, and so we absolutely need to address that problem. And we need to have programs that are going to try and keep these juveniles. Um, first, accountability matters. And I think we have to have accountability that starts in preschool all the way up through uh, through our juvenile justice system and try to keep them out of adult prisons. Um, that's important, and and so let's really take a hard look at what the juvenile problem is, and I think that's going to help us address the adult problem as well. Uh, Solicitor General for the state of Louisiana, Liz Merle, running for attorney general coming up this fall election. Uh, really appreciate you spending some time with us here, and uh, good luck on the campaign trail. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. If you'd like to join the conversation, give us a call, 1-844-766-6607. That's the Matthew James Financial Highline. You're listening to The Moon Griffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. We're filling in for our friend and buddy, and we're so honored to be here. We'll be right back. There's more show coming up. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. 
Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Folks, this is Moon Graffon. You know, when I want to go saltwater fishing, I call Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters. Captain Norman at A-Spec Charters is going to put you on the fish. Whether it be speckled trout or redfish, call Captain Norman now. 337-884-0658. 337-884-0658. It's called aspeccharters.com. Call Captain Norman. I just gave you a cell number. He wants to take you fishing. He wants you to have a good time, and you catch fish with Captain Norman. A-Spec Charters, Captain Norman, 337-884-0658. Folks, you've been hearing me brag about my good friends at SiriusUSA.com, Sirius Power Generation. Folks, right now, we have Cummins generators in stock from 17 up to 50 kilowatts. We can install or sell them to do it yourselves right now. All you got to do is check us out at SiriusUSA.com, SiriusUSA.com. You want a generator? You want to be serviced? You want a service contract? You need one, SiriusUSA.com. Check out Peter Verdrine and the gang. They want to service you. They're ready to put you in a real good generator. Y'all listen. to the Moon Griffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Avalone filling in for the great Moon Griffon here. So glad to be with all of you today. Broadcasting across the entire great state of Louisiana. If you'd like to join the conversation, make sure you call the Matthew James Financial Hotline. That's 1-844-766-6607. Man, it's been a packed show so far. We've had uh, State Rep. Dodie Horton on. We had Solicitor General Liz Merle on. Uh, we're about to get an, another state rep coming on here onto the show. Yeah, as well. boy, it's a it's a packed house today. Certainly, did you see Marjorie Taylor Greene where she was celebrating what thirteen thousand plus days of being a woman? <laughs> I saw that. Well, this is all because of Dylan Dylan Mulvaney, who has celebrated three hundred sixty five days. By the way, of not being a woman, he celebrated three hundred sixty five days of being a girl. A uh, not a woman, a girl. He's twenty six years old, right? Okay. But he cosplays as a six year old female. It's just okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, so anyway, yeah. nevertheless, and as Marjorie Taylor Greene put it, you know, being a woman is more than just how you dress yourself. Okay. Yeah, Whether that's you right. wear makeup or how you style your hair, there's so much more to being a woman. And you don't need a biology degree to know the difference. I agree. Generally with that. speaking. Unless you're apparently a Supreme Court justice. Um, yeah. So, anyway, but you know, there is a bill in the legislature, in the Louisiana legislature right now, being considered okay. with respect to how public, in, public school employees must address 
students when it comes to pronouns. Okay. Which is very confusing. That is very confusing because... Because you could offend someone without knowing you're offending them. Or if you're a teacher and you start using a pronoun that's different than the actual gender of the child without the parent noting, then you, then you got some other problems going on here. So that's why we wanted to say hello to State Rep Raymond Cruz, who's here joining us on the show now. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the Moon Graffon Show. Yeah, I'm sorry, fellas, he hasn't called in yet. Do we have him? Do we have? No, sorry, fellas, he hasn't oh. called in yet. Okay, all right, so we're going we're gonna to get Raymond Cruz here in a little bit. Uh, but he's got a bill in the state legislature that says that teachers in the Louisiana, state of Louisiana are not allowed to call students by different pronouns unless the parents of those students give written permission to do so. Now, there are some states that have done something similar. I believe Tennessee's uh, done something similar. I, I don't have the exact list of all the states that have done this. Uh, but there are several that are saying, look, you've got to have parental involvement on these cases. Because otherwise, you'll have... You this is one of the things that is really very frustrating about this whole transgender thing. When you start getting into these transgender issues, one of the lies that people will tell these kids that are going through these mental struggles from the outset is don't tell your parents. Your parents aren't going to understand. Your parents are the enemy. You get this from other kids who are in the, involved, and you'll get this from leftist adults who put themselves into this. Don't tell your parents. Your parents are the enemy. They're not going to understand. They'll kick you out of the house. They, they scare the kids into saying the person that, instead of going to the people that you should be going to, the people that love you, the people that have your best interest at heart, instead of going to those people, we're going to hide this from those people. And, and you've created a trap. You've created a trap, and, and that is, that's a massive problem because the kids then go, well, I, I, who do I turn to, right? And the parents, they're locked out of helping from the, from the get-go. But, you know, how different is this than when so many of us grew up where other adults mm -hmm. respected the parents, the parents— right. They came first, right? Not the kids. That's right. Because the kids don't have the capacity to make these decisions for themselves. But it was the parents' responsibility. It was their duty. They were charged with the responsibility of taking care of these kids. And so, therefore, if you're going to communicate with anyone, you if you're going to, to discuss anything, it was going to be with either the mom or the dad or if they were both in, with both. What happened to the whole thing of stranger danger? If there's an adult who's telling you to keep something from your parents, that person does not have your best interest at heart. We would say this, right? We'd say this to the kids. We'd say this, uh, look, the, if you run into an adult and the adult says, hey, I've got a secret, don't tell your parents, you, that's a red flag. And we would teach our kids, that's a red flag, don't do that. But now with this transgender issue, the left is saying that you shouldn't tell your parents that, look, if you think you're the, a different gender, Keep that to yourself. Don't tell your parents about that. Isn't that the behavior of of people yeah, who are uh, wannabe pedophiles? No, no doubt. A and yet, that is what we're supposed to believe in. So, I'm I'm in favor of this bill that uh, Representative Raymond Cruz has put out. That, and, and he's not saying that kids can't change their their pronouns if they if they don't want to. I think um, I think that's problematic in and of itself. But look, the the 
the, the whole point of saying that parents shouldn't be involved takes away parental rights. It takes away the central foundation of the family. And, and you could go back to Hillary Clinton's book, It Takes a Village, right? When she said it takes a village to raise a child. It really doesn't. It takes parents to raise children. Now, you can support the parents. The village can support the parents all they want. But those kids need to be raised by parents. When the village starts getting involved. Well, the question is, is Dylan Mulvaney making a career out of mocking women? Yes. Dylan Mulvaney has more than 10 million followers on TikTok. Another million followers on like Instagram or something like that. Because Dylan will always be a man. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Right. But, you know, if, speak, away from Dylan Mulvaney, let's okay. just talk about in more general terms, in terms of women's sports. Okay. Would you be okay? Or would the left be okay? Let me ask that question because uh -huh. I know our audience, Mood's audience here, yeah. they would not be okay. Right. But would the left be okay if there were no females in women's sports? But, see, that's, that's where they delude themselves. No, no, no. No, I, I just... Go with me here. Okay. If there were no women uh -huh. in female sports, would the left say success? No. Why? Well, because, because they need the women. They mm -hmm. need the biological women mm -hmm. as props. I mean, to to enable well, the this left, whole the left charade to work. The, the Democrat Party can't win elections if they don't uh, have a majority of the female vote. When, when Democrats don't have a majority of the female vote, they lose elections. That, that's just what the data says. So to your point that, you know, they, they need women involved, absolutely. But the problem is, is that the left has deluded themselves into saying that anybody, anybody who says they are female is automatically female. Anybody who says they are male is automatically male. But if you change that and you go, okay, anybody who says they are automatically black, that's not true, that's blackface. Anybody who says that they're a different race from what the left considers them to be, that person, no, 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 that's you're you're not that race. You're you're doing blackface. You're you're culturally appropriating that. So, so they're very specific about culturally appropriating race when race actually is a spectrum and they are fine with you culture, culturally appropriating sex, your gender, when gender is binary. It's backwards. And yet they've deluded themselves into thinking this. And so that's why when you say, you know, would the left be okay with no women in sports? No, they wouldn't be okay with it, but they think that men who say they're women, are women. They've deluded themselves into that illogical position. And, and look at what's happened to the brand and Hauser Bush. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, it, it's so true. When you go woke, you go broke. Well, and Hauser Bush haven't gone broke. They, but, but they have lost 5% or so of their overall stock price. But since, they haven't abandoned him. No, they haven't. Uh, it's interesting. There's some reports that came out this week that said that whole thing of, of giving him the, the beer can with his picture on it, giving Dylan Mulvaney the beer can with his picture on it, that that was actually not approved by any executive within Anheuser-Busch, within the Bud Light brand. No one actually approved that at the management level. So 
that's that's the word that's sneaking out of Bud right now. And there has been no activity on any of Bud Light's social media platforms since this can thing started. So I'm I'm it's interesting to see why the silence from Bud Light right now. It's an interesting strategy. And it would also be interesting to see if they really did have no one actually approve that at a managerial level or if that's just a canard they're floating to see how we we accept it. All right. We're going to get Representative Raymond Cruz on the line here at some point. Okay. I think the DOJ or the FBI involved in crossing our lines with some Catholic churches that they're monitoring. I'm not sure that's We'll get the lines back open. Okay. And you can call in the Matthew James Financial Hotline, 1-844-766-6607. I'm Stephen Parr. He's he's not Moon Grafon. He's Louis R. Avalotti. We're filling in. For Moon Grafond. the great Moon Grafond. We're cosplaying as Moon Grafond today. That's what we're yeah, doing, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay. We'll be right back. Get politically incorrect with me, Todd Starnes, every Saturday night from 9 to midnight on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk. 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He was just in court for what he's accused of doing online. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Jack Teixeira was in handcuffs and a khaki jumpsuit and his dad shouted, I love you. After the judge in Boston ordered the 21-year-old to remain jailed on charges related to leaking classified U.S. intelligence on a gaming website chat group. Many here in Washington are wondering how one of the lowest-ranking members of the Massachusetts Air National Guard was able to get access to briefings for the highest-ranking officer in the U.S. military, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Many present and former members of the U.S. military have long been concerned with how many have access to the U.S. military's most secure server. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. Much of the leaked intel relates to the war in Ukraine, including a Russian claimed China made a secret deal to supply them lethal aid, but China's foreign minister today said no, they will not be sending weapons. The legal fight over an abortion pill has reached the Supreme Court. A drug company that makes it, Danco, is asking justices to keep access to mifepristone, an abortion medication, free from restrictions while a legal fight continues. The Biden administration is also asking the Supreme Court to intervene to maintain full access to the same drug. The new limits, which included requiring patients to to pick up the drug in person would take effect tomorrow unless the court acts before then. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, this after Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed a new law banning abortions at about six weeks after fetal heart activities detected. Critics of the law call it extreme and dangerous, saying it flies in the face of fundamental freedoms. The legislation allows exceptions to save the life of a mother or for cases of rape or incest. It also allocates $25 million in funds for pregnancy centers around the state to help women during their pregnancy and after the child is born. Fox's Jeff Manasso, the new Florida ban would only take effect if the state Supreme Court upholds the current 15-week abortion ban. A new report shows Americans shopped less last month. Retail sales dropped 1% from February. America's listening to Fox News. Could you use some extra help meeting basic needs? Like putting food on the table or paying the rent? Keeping your home warm and the lights on? Buying new shoes for growing feet? or help with medical needs. Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. 
It's money you can use to help pay for basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, or medical needs. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to learn more about SSI and start the application process today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. A good amount of sunshine to start your weekend. We'll see temperatures topping out around 81 degrees with a light southwest breeze. Overnight, skies mostly fair, lows dropping back into the 60s. Saturday becoming mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms likely by the afternoon and evening with a high temperature near 80. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 367. That's 367. WinCash, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Prescriptions required. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. to the Moon Graffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. We are filling in for our friend, Moon Graffon. Uh, you know, and, and, and this has been uh, a, a great relationship that we've had with Moon over the last couple of years uh, since we started American Ground Radio. Man, he's been a, a big supporter of ours. Of course, we've been listening to Moon for years. Of course. Uh, of course. And, and so we just uh, we're honored every time. What red-blooded Louisianian uh-huh. hasn't? Yep. Uh, good point. Uh, so... <laughs> but but this has been just such an honor because oh, it's it's nice that every time you know when whenever Moon goes out of town or whatever he asks us to fill in for him and it, we just consider it a, a high honor and we're so we're so proud to be here and basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to we're trying to keep the show going in the same fighting for the same things that Moon would have been fighting for if he were on the air right now absolutely right? absolutely uh, and so if you'd like to join the conversation give us call one eight four four seven six 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 zero seven one of the things that Moon has fought for for years is for the right to life, right? Mm, He's he's been opposed to abortion. He's been in favor of the right to life for a very long time. And there are a lot of folks that are like, look, the Dobbs decision came. 
Louisiana had the constitutional amendment saying there is no right to abortion in our constitution. We've basically outlawed all three of the abortion clinics in the state of Louisiana have closed down. There's a for sale sign out in front of the property. They've moved out of state. We've won. The fight for the right to life is over. We won, right? Well, yeah, and now Governor John Bell Edwards is invoking our status as a pro-life state uh -huh. to abolish the death penalty. That's a discussion altogether different. Yeah. But nevertheless, I think you still have to remain vigilant to protect the unborn. Which is why joining us on the phone right now is Sarah Sikorsky from Louisiana Right to Life. Welcome to the Moon Graffon Show. Thank you for, for spending some time with us today. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Okay, so you guys just finished up a, a an RV tour across the entire state. Actually, I don't know if it's finished up, but it, it's wrapping. It's getting close to being wrapped up. Lewis and I actually got to speak at one of the events you had up here in the Shreveport-Bossier area. That was that was a, a fun event. Um, look, people are saying we won. The right to life is has been secured in the state of Louisiana. Why is Louisiana right to life? doing this RV tour around the state. What are you guys, what are you guys doing now? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, it just takes one legislative session for, and we can see that with these three, we have three very pro-abortion bills that we're watching very closely um, that it could take the legislature to change their mind on the abortion issue and ultimately bring abortion back into Louisiana through um, providing abortions for, for victims of rape and incest. And also there's a bill that effectively guts Louisiana's pro-life law. That's Rep. Freeman's bill, House Bill 5552, removing all the criminal penalties for someone um, who performs an abortion, not only removing those penalties, but changing the jail time sentencing and everything. So we're not, we have to stay vigilant because we see these already pro-abortion legislators pushing abortion legislation at the Capitol. Right. So that just because, you know, we've had victories in the past, the the, the pro-abortion industry is not going to stop. The Democrats are not going to stop. Uh, well, I say Democrats. We have a couple of pro-life Democrats here in the state, but the party itself is, is pro-abortion and they aren't going to quit, right? Right. And, you know, I think the hard the hard thing is, of course, rape and incest are terrible crimes. And we believe that the perpetrators of those crimes should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But the truth is, and this is why it was so disappointing, the governor's statement is abortion enables abuse to continue because it hides it hides the crime. And this is something that people don't think about a lot of times. They think, oh, well, abortion is a solution for women who are traumatized from a rape or from an incest experience when abortion only furthers the suffering of that woman by having that abortion after the rape. That's a good point because then the woman who was affected by the rape itself uh, now suffers in silence, suffers alone. People are like, okay, well, you had the abortion, so that, that solves the whole rape thing. Why, why are you still upset, right? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there's so many studies of women, post-abortive women that regretted their abortion. So a woman that's in that vulnerable position already, we're causing, we're going to, provide her with an abortion and, and you know unfortunately a lot, some people are calling this as like something that the faith community should support but that's not true this is something we should be giving women real resources to help them make a life-affirming choice whether it's parenting or placing that baby for adoption and walking her through her healing process instead of trying to put a so-called band-aid on it and say oh get an abortion that's not the solution well and to the point the the driver of the rv you guys just had this rv tour went to every single city in the state of louisiana the driver yes. of the RV was the product of a rape. His mother. Correct. And he, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Well, he, yeah, and he talked about the misconceptions that people think about uh, children who are conceived in rape. One of those was, you know, that he somehow couldn't have a close relationship with his mom. He has a very close relationship with his mom. Somehow that his life would be filled with suffering. And he brought up the point that all of us suffer in this life. We're going to have suffering. That's not something you can erase from the planet, unfortunately. I know we all want that, but that's not something we can erase. Um, and also that she would be further traumatized by seeing him all the time. And one of the things he said that was so stunning and important to me that I thought was really powerful was, you know, nothing is going to erase the memory of that assault from that woman. An abortion is not going to erase the memory of that. Um, so that's something that I thought was interesting when talking about that delicate issue is we have to remember that abortion doesn't erase those things. And, and those children can still have uh, life affirming great lives and have great relationship with their, their mothers. Well, and that also assumes that there's no trauma that comes from having an abortion itself. And and I think that's one of the lies of the abortion industry is that right. they say abortion is a solution. What they don't understand is that for a lot of women who do get abortions, there is a mental and emotional trauma from the abortion itself, except they feel like they're not supposed to talk about that. That It's socially acceptable to talk about the trauma of a rape. Sure, sure. It is not socially acceptable, especially on the left, to talk about the trauma of the abortion that comes after the rape, right? Right, absolutely, 100% right. Mm -hmm. so, so Sarah, almost a year ago, this governor signed the abortion ban with no exceptions for rape or incest, and now he's calling on the legislature to approve exceptions to that ban what was the switch all about yeah. what 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 are y'all making of this yeah we yeah we're we were you know we were very stunned by his you know i think he was on a radio program last year as well where he stated that and then in his recent address obviously he he stated it, he not only stated it but he stated it very passionately that he really believed in this it was just very unfortunate that that's the case because he doesn't um, you know, he has signed all of our pro-life bills um, and he has been a, a pro-life governor uh, up until this point. You know, it's really disappointing that he's and actually in his address, he talks about how um, this abortion is important because of to, to essentially help the woman out. And it's like that abortion. That's not a life, a pro-life stance at all. It's really not because abortion never helps a woman ever in any circumstance. And that's what we were disappointed. I mean, largely disappointed by yeah, and his direct quote is, I simply do not know how we as a state can tell a young girl or any victim of rape or incest that she must be forced by law to carry her rapist's baby to term. I mean, it, 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 he claims to be pro-life, and I, I hear what you're saying. That's not a That's pro-life pro pro position. Uh, we're, we're talking with Sarah Sikorsky from uh, Louisiana Right to Life. Uh, Sarah... One of the things we talk about on the show all the time is that being pro-life isn't just being anti-abortion, but you, you've got to be in favor of uh, adoption. You've got to be in favor of the foster care system. Are there any bills that are going through the state legislature this session that you guys are aware of that we need to be aware of that that are supporting that right to life after after birth? Yes, absolutely. There's three, actually. I definitely want to bring up as, as quickly as I can. The um, Rick, Rick Edmonds adoption tax credit, House Bill 443, that provides the tax credit for families looking to an, a, a, adopt a child under the age of 18. And that's if that's an infant adoption or a foster care adoption, any adoption, essentially. And then there's Senator Beth Mizell's bill, uh, Senate Bill 41, which establishes a tax credit for an individual or business that donates to a pro-life pregnancy center or a maternal wellness center. Initiatives like this really show like the pro-life movement is full circle. We're very comprehensive. You know, we have um, uh, 
Uh-oh. Lost you on that. Did you hear that last part? I, I missed part of it. We got about a minute left here. Okay. Yeah. Senator Beth Mizell's bill provides tax credits for individuals or businesses that don't that give to pro-life pregnancy centers. Uh, so we're in support of that as well. Um, and then there's also uh, House Bill 5 by Rep. Larry Freeman, which enables a mother to secure 50% of pregnancy-related expenses for the, from the father of her child. So we see a lot of good pro-life bills this session, too. That very, they're very comprehensive in nature, and that's what Louisiana Raised Life is all about, is supporting pregnant moms, supporting families, trying to help women in a, in a crisis or unplanned pregnancy in whatever way we can. Uh, and Sarah, we got about the 20 seconds left. If somebody wants to find out more about these bills or find out how they can help, where do they go online? They just go to prolifelouisiana.org, and then they can quickly go to prolifelouisiana.org slash action to see which bills we're following. Prolifelouisiana.org. Prolifelouisiana.org. Sarah Sikorsky with Louisiana Right to Life. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the work that you do supporting life across the state of Louisiana. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll be right back with more American, uh, no, I'm sorry, with more yeah. Moon Griffon <laughs> Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. We also have the show American Ground yeah, Radio the in the evening. evenings in most yeah. of these markets. But uh, right now we're filling in for Moon, and we're proud to do it. We'll be right back with you. Coming up next. good friends at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies. All you have to do is go to steinhome.com, steinhome.com, and check out their big sale I have going on now. They have the brochure on the website for you to go check out, but they got everything on the website. They got special financing for 12 months as well. So if you're looking for a big deal, you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area, lawnmowers or flowers or things of that nature, you need to go to steinhome.com. Wow, they got all the big names waiting on you. Better brands right here at Stein. So check them out at steinhome.com. They got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog, a new 16-page catalog available in all the stores now. Steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up your artist curbside. They got drive-through lumberyard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein, steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Folks, my friends at Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy. People liked it, and they loved what they got into. Provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home all from the conference of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find a perfect match for your needs. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free, and it's a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. SchumacherHomes.com. Let them build that custom home for you. For all the
need to start all our shows. Is this thing on? I got something I want to say. <laughs> That'd be great. This Absolutely. is the Moon Graffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with oh, Louis R. Avalone man. filling in for Moon today on a, a lovely Friday here in the great state of Louisiana. Oh, man, the beginning of the weekend. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking earlier about how confusing it is. Uh-huh. And it is confusing. Okay. Because you spend your whole life right. thinking you understand. She is a she. Yes. He is a he. That's right. There's no they. I mean, you know, unless you're referring well, to, to someone multiples. in the plural. Right, yeah. And now we changed all up. And, and I think if you're working in the public, uh-huh. the public uh, domain, uh, school teachers. For example. Uh, parish employees. Uh-huh. You know, you you don't know where that, that line is. Right, and sometimes. people get canceled for it all the time. And you right? could get fired yeah. and they could, you know. So there is a bill working its way through the legislature okay. uh, brought by Representative Raymond Cruz. What a coincidence, because right now on the phone, we've got Representative Raymond Cruz joining us here on the Moon Griffon Show. Raymond Cruz, welcome to the show. Good morning, Stephen and Lewis. Uh, pleasure to be on. I appreciate you having me. So you bet. this bill that you have, basically, as I understand it, says that teachers are not allowed to change the pronouns of students unless the parents of the students give written permission or written instruction for that. Is, is that right? Well, you could say that, but you could also can't change their identities without their parents knowing about it. And that's a pretty important point, that kids should not be able to change their identities without their, their kids knowing about it. So this is really, a, you see it as a parental rights bill. I certainly do. There's, there's no reason a parent should not know what's going on in major life decisions with their child. I think you'll find the Supreme Court has several times recognized parental rights and just how important they are in the life of a child. And to subvert that and go around that is not healthy. It's not uh, being a, not doing a good thing for the child. And it puts the teacher in a very untenable place. And I would not want to be in that place where the child's in. I feel another and the parent may not know. That's not the place we need to put our teachers. They're there to teach our children. Uh-oh. We're, we're losing. It sounds like a video game now. So privacy. You're bouncing around the bing, 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 bong. Uh, uh, let's see if we get a, a little better connection here. Um, R- Representative Cruz, there, as I understand it, there have been some other states that have similar bills. I think Tennessee's one. I think uh, Arkansas's one. When you wrote your bill, did you base this on something that's that's been written in some other state? Or was this? Uh, did, did you start from scratch on this? Uh, not necessarily. But, I mean, I can't say that completely because I've heard so much in this realm that I'm sure it influenced my thinking, but I, it's a attempt to be just as simple as possible for the past millennia. So we're just trying to return to that. Hey, we've got a birth certificate. This was the child's name and sex upon birth. Why don't we go with that? Like we always have, unless, and there is a provision in there, the parent approves and, you know, uh, gives written permission, then they can do something different at the school. But once again, we don't want the, the rights of the teacher supplanted where they have to do something that they don't agree with uh, in terms of thinking whether it's true or not. So if Sally wants to be called Billy. Uh Oh, the report with what I believe in the truth, that's going to be a, a second provision right for them. Okay. So I, we, we lost you a little bit on that. And I wanted to, this is a, an important point. I want, I want to get to, if the, if the parents say, uh, okay, Sally is now Sam and you have to call her him. 
And the teacher goes, but I know that's not true. Does the is there any protection for the teacher to not call a student by a pronoun that does not match their actual sex? Or yes, that go ahead. Yes, that provision's in there because we want to recognize the Second Amendment rights of the teachers. We don't want them to feel like they've got to tell what they think is basically a falsehood uh, in in order to keep their job, in order to be a citizen society. Uh, we've gotten around this idea of you can have your beliefs, but you don't have to have everybody else, you know, uh, basically lie to themselves in order to satisfy your desire. Uh, you, you know, that's that's a really important point. On American Ground Radio in the evenings, I, I often say no one has the right to make me say something that I know is not true. Uh, and that's one of the, the, the problems with this transgender movement. They, they say if you if you say something that is uh, is factually correct but hurts my feelings, then somehow I'm a bigot. Uh, look, no, I, I just, I think that truth is important and truth needs to be the foundation of all communication, starting with pronouns. I agree 100%. If we don't have truth, particularly in those formative years of a child, what kind of foundation do they have to build the rest of their expectations of life and, you know, just what part they play in it, who they are, the but be comfortable with who you are. I mean, it's a conflicting message. So we just want to say, hey, listen, let's go back to the way things were. If didn't pay way and the students in, whatever. But for the rest of us. I'm so sorry about that. We're having some connection issues here uh, with, with Representative uh, Raymond Cruz. Uh, appreciate you calling in. Uh, Rep Representative Cruz, if you can still hear me, uh, appreciate you calling in and appreciate this bill. I, Lewis, I think this is a good bill. I think it's a good plan going forward. Absolutely. Um, now, it's got to make its way through the state legislature. So if this is something that you, the listener... If, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? Contact your legislator. Right. This is something we do think that parents should be involved in deciding whether a kid's going to change their gender. And we think that teachers should have protection, that teachers should not be required to say something that they know is not true. Why would you ever want teachers teaching something that isn't true? Contact your, your state legislature uh, and, and let them know that you support this bill. Yeah. Okay. We're filling in for Moongrafon. I'm Stephen Parr. He's Louis R. Avalone. You can call in at 1-844-766-6607 on the Matthew James Financial Hotline. There's a lot more Moongrafon Show coming up. Stick around. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J &J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused, J&J &J Exterminating. Call them today, make pests go away. J&J &J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. 
You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Huh. Oh, shucks, you've been hearing me brag about shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call shucks, let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, Good. At batteries. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. to the Moon Graffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalon. If you want to call on the show, give us a call at the James Matthew James Financial Hotline. That's 844-766-6607. It's such an honor to be filling in for Moon Graffon. You know, there's our second hour that we've been doing this. The first hour, we start talking about how all those stores in the Walmart stores up in Chicago have closed down in part because of all that shoplifting, right? About half the Walmart stores in the city? Yeah. I mean, and this is the single largest employer on the planet. And yet, it, it's not just a problem in Chicago. We've got a problem in lots of different places with shoplifting and, and other things. And we had uh, a listener, loyal listener to the Mungafon Show, a friend of ours from American Ground Radio. Longtime uh, small business person. Oh, right, with yeah. Retail operations Tubbs. in the... Shreveport, yeah. Bossier area. Tubbs Hardware. It's like a Louisiana uh, icon. Tubbs Hardware up here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Don Tubbs, uh, welcome to the Moon Graffon Show. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you. Uh, and hello to all of my friends down in South Louisiana. I got a bunch of them down there. See, that's that's the thing. You know, Don Tubbs, Tubbs Hardware, it's the Louisiana icon, right? That's what I said. So, so <laughs> look, when you're dealing with shoplifting, when when you've, you've got some expertise on as you run a, a successful business... Uh, how 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 much of a problem is it when the government just says, look, people are allowed to steal $750, $950 from stores without getting prosecuted? Well, praise the Lord, I live in Bossier City, uh, Bossier Parish. Um, 
praise the Lord, number one for that. But uh, I'll tell you a humorous story. Many years ago, several years ago, we had a Kroger's just two blocks from our store here on uh, Benton Road. And we're across the street from the Bossier Civic Center, Bossier City Hall. And there was a Kroger's just two blocks from there. And I was very good friends with the management down there. And they would come to the store, uh, walk inside Tubbs Hardware and hang out a little bit and everything. And they told me, they said, we're going to have to close this store because of so much shoplifting. And it became a story that Kroger's is closing because of shoplifting. They've been on airlines, true. But they could have kept both of them open because management told me they could. So anyway, the uh, news media came in. They came in with their cameras and everything. And they said, Mr. Tubbs, can we talk to you? Uh, We want to interview you. And, of course, you know, I'm a publicity hound and uh, not (laughs) not ashamed to toot my own horn. So I said, sure. Didn't know what they were going to talk about. And uh, we had a crowd of people in the store and everything. And the young lady, she says, Mr. Tubbs, how come Kroger's is closing due to shoplifting and you're thriving and we don't think there's any shoplifting going on in here? Is there any shoplifting going on in here? And I said, you know, very minute. I mean, you know, somebody might steal a thing of super glue or something from me. We don't know about it, but there's no major shoplifting going on inside of Tubbs. And the uh, young lady, she says, well, Mr. Tubbs, why are people not stealing at Tubbs Hardware here in Bossier City? And I wanted to be somewhat politically correct. You know, you guys know me. I shoot from the hip all the time and I can offend somebody that is woke. You know, some liberal can get their feelings hurt around Don Tubbs pretty quickly. (laughs) So I was trying to pause for a moment and come up with an answer that was a little tamer than what I would normally say. Okay. Well, one of my customers, one of my customers walked up and he says, I know the answer. Because you come inside Tubbs Hardware and steal something, Mr. Tubbs will put a knot on your head. (laughs) He will call the police. He will expect the police to arrest you. They will because you embose your city and they will take you to jail and the prosecutors will put up with it at Tubbs Hardware. So what I wanted to let y'all know is a lot of times these woke corporations are so scared to enforce the law and the law is thou shalt not steal. You know, they're you know, the police, they're not going to prosecute them in those big corporations. So thank goodness we have small businesses around and we have places like Bossier City. We're just not going to put up with it. That's that's really what it comes down to is it, it comes down to enforcement. And that's why when you start to legalize shoplifting, you end up with more shoplifting and 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 it's a problem so uh, yeah it, it you said thank god for being able to live in a place where the law is actually enforced man everybody is Amen. better off when that happens yeah the, i agree with you don Tubbs, thank you so much for calling in you on, stand on, on, on law and order exactly you got to stand on law and order you've got to thank y'all and may god bless thank y'all and may god bless the usa 
Amen. Uh, Don Tubbs, uh, good friend of ours, uh, big fan of the Moon Graffon Show, big fan of uh, American Ground Radio, and a, and a big supporter, and appreciate his doing that. And, and again, Tubbs Hardware is it's it's an institution. It's a it's a Louisiana tradition, right? Uh, and and for him to say something that, man, that just gets down to the the point of it, that what you accept, what you allow, is what you're going to get. Yes. Yeah, but I, at the same time, the folks at Kroger. Yeah. I mean. It's not so much that they they allowed it right. to occur. And it's harder in a grocery store because, you know, you don't have the specific ownership. It's not like the, the person who's managing that grocery store owns it. Don Tubbs owns Don Tubbs, right? Well, no, absolutely. Uh, but that's why you have to have the local law enforcement say we're going to enforce the law. We're going to do our job. So the police would, would arrest. And the prosecutors, and this is where the, really the big problem is these days, is that the prosecutors say we're not going to prosecute these crimes because we don't want to be putting people in jail. But at the same time, again, there are many retailers across the country uh -huh. where their policy is to yep. let these people go. Right. Because they don't want to endanger their employees. That's right. Because that's a whole other you know, you get into other problems, you know, right? And with short staffing, yeah, it's very difficult to have your eyes uh, in every corner of your retail establishment. And this is why the 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 police need to be given the authorization to arrest. And it's why the DAs need to have the conviction that they're going to go get convictions. They need to say, you know what, we are. It comes back to that Rudy Giuliani up in New York. He said, we're not going to put up with small crimes because when you allow small crimes, that always escalates to more big crimes. The left has said, we are going to excuse the small crimes. We're going to allow the small crimes. And then they're surprised that crime overall is increasing. And instead of going, maybe we've made the decision to not enforce our law and that's causing this, they go, oh, must be the guns problem. It's the guns. Oh, it's the guns. We got too many guns. That's what, but see, that's what politicians do. They, they blame. That's all they, they, that's all they can do. That's all they know to do. And that's why we as voters have to make sure they're not allowed to keep doing that. We've got to stand up and say, no, enough is enough. We elected you to enforce the law. We expect you to enforce the law. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. We're filling in for our friend. You can give us a call, 1-844-766-6607. We'll be right back. Is your land working for you? The mission here at Magnolia Land Management is to make sure your land works for you. You own it, but we work it. Magnolia Land Management forms alliances with landowners to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their piece of land. Agriculture contracts, leasing and property contracts, timber harvesting programs. These are just a few of the types of services we provide families to help turn their dirt into revenue. So if you're thinking of selling your property, don't. First call Magnolia Land Management at 337-329-6742. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. 
Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Stay ready. I said, I like the song. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? I got something I got. I want to say. And Brandon's like, oh, well, I'll just play that again. There you go. Because he liked it so much the first time. Is this thing on? I got something to say. <laughs> this is Moon Graffon Show. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Abalone. Okay, so do you realize that 85 to 90% of people who come home from prison uh-huh. are still on drugs? How is that possible? You've got meth, heroin, mushrooms, molly. I mean, you've got I mean, you've been overdoses in prison. happen in jail every day, all day That's long. insane. Now, this may be, the reason we're talking about this is the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office uh-huh. has now joined a national effort to reduce drug overdose deaths. Okay. Uh, they announced uh, this week that it has 2,000, or maybe it's last week, 2,000 doses of naloxone to distribute to people uh, who are leaving jail. So on your way out, your your parting gift includes a dose of naloxone, which is an anti-opiate drug. Um, The U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved the -the over-the-counter sale of this medication. And basically, it's going to be given to those released from the Orleans Justice Center. Because, look, people leaving jails and prisons, I mean, you look at the data, People live, leaving jails and prisons are as much as 129 times more likely to die from overdose, partly because their tolerances for drugs drop while they're incarcerated. You know, they don't have access uh, to whatever their addiction, whatever drug they were addicted to before they went in. So, you know, fentanyl, of course, is blamed for overdoses, but, you know, the question is, should they be giving these, this medicine, uh, this uh, these doses of naloxone when people are entering the jails rather than when they are leaving the jails? It, well, and and it, it's one thing to to try and say, okay, we're going to try and prevent uh, an overdose death. It, yep, absolutely, that's that's important. That's all, but 
man, we've got to be spending a lot of the time while people are in prison making sure they're no longer addicted to these drugs in the first place. That that is that is part of what our prison systems should be for. Is you know, we talk about the problem of recidivism, of when people get out and they end up going back into jail. And we want to cut down on that because, one, that costs us money, but moreover, it costs society because the reason they would be going back into jail is because they've taken away somebody else's right to life, liberty, and or the pursuit of happiness. Especially if it's in pursuit of their, their drug addiction. Their addiction as well. Right? So we want to be preventing people from going back into jail, or more importantly, preventing people from uh, committing crimes in the first place. One of the reasons why people will commit crimes is because they're addicted to drugs and they're trying to get money to get the drugs or they're high on drugs and doing things they shouldn't be anyway. Right. And they're not entering society in a healthy way. Right. Obviously, they're not reentering society as productive citizens. But this medication that the Orleans uh, Central Jail is distributing to prisoners uh, when they are released, basically, well, it. It reverses the opioid overdose. Uh-huh. So it's not necessarily a medication to keep you like an antidepressant or some other medication to keep you from having these addictive cravings. But certainly it's an opioid antagonist, as they call it, meaning yeah. that it it binds uh, to opioid receptors and it can reverse it and can block the effects of other opioids such as heroin and mm-hmm. morphine and oxycodone. And, and so it can save lives, which is good. I'm in favor of that. We're pro-life, right? But the, the harder work, we need to be making sure that our prisons aren't just a place where we're storing people temporarily. That our prisons are a place where we rebuild people, right? Mm, oh, absolutely. Rehabilitate. Well, we need to, and look, people have got to make the decision for themselves. Nobody's going to get off drugs if they don't want to get off drugs. Okay, but you know, a lot of folks would say, wait a minute, I okay. thought we had a war on drugs. Have we surrendered to the war on drugs? Because instead of taking drugs off the street by uh-huh. hiring and training more and more and better equipped officers. Uh-huh. You know, New Orleans uh, Police Department right now is hiring a bunch of civilians or counselors. Counselors. Yeah. So is this where we are today? Instead of trying to take the drugs off the street. Well, look at how the Biden administration's handled the fentanyl crisis coming across the border. And you tell me whether you think the, the Biden administration is waging the war on drugs or whether the Biden administration has submitted defeat in the war on drugs. Look at their action. Don't look at their words. People will lie to you. But when you look at their actions, you know what they really believe. So look at the actions of the Biden administration. Do you believe, based off of those actions, they're still fighting the war on drugs? Well, no, of course. They've okay. surrendered the so border. So they've surrendered the war on drugs. Okay. So that means, and and perhaps this is one of the, the flaws in the war on drugs in the first place, is, again, people aren't going to get off drugs unless they want to get off drugs, right? Mm-hmm. So you, it's hard to fight a war when... Sometimes the enemy was in our own brains. When the enemy is within our own mind, it is hard to fight an external war. It's part of why the war on drugs hasn't been successful. But we've got to still continue fighting the war. So New Orleans hiring all those counselors, hey, man, that's great. But maybe you don't have them in the right spot. Maybe the the counselors really need to be talking to people who are incarcerated and going, okay, look where you are. 
Let's figure out why you're here. And let's figure out what we need to do to make sure you never end up back here again. I, I personally think the counselors would be much more effective in prison than they will be responding to uh, a, a shoplifting scene at, at the local Piggly Wiggly. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, switching gears here just for a minute. Okay. You, you see how the FBI, the Department of Justice, is infiltrating Catholic churches now. Yes. The, oh, the, the FBI, goodness. there's been some memos that have actually come out that have shown the FBI did indeed plant spies inside Catholic churches in an effort to cultivate sources within the Catholic Church. How does that work? So, you know, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, okay. you know, within the Catholic Church, uh -huh. you confess. Right. Your sins. Folks outside the Catholic Church know this is confession. Okay, right? so here's my question. Uh -huh. How can you fully confess uh -huh. to a priest if you believe, if you suspect that the FBI might be listening? You can't. One of the, that's why the, the sacrament of, of reconciliation, that's why confession is often done in a place where the pre, you don't actually see the priest and the priest doesn't actually see you. It's to help get, because God's going to see you, right? That's, that's the important part. God needs to see you and God needs to see your heart. And you need to, you need to be open and honest because God's going to see it either way. But it's helpful if you have faith that not just in God, but that the person you're talking to is not going to turn you over into the cops or, or worse, as the FBI did up in Michigan, start to try and turn you into a radical so they can then arrest you. That, that's what happened with that whole we're going to kidnap the Michigan governor thing. Nobody in the group that was prosecuted for it came up with that idea. The FBI came up with that idea. And when the people in the group went, I don't think we should do that. The FBI went, no, 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 we should do that. We're going to do that. You're doing it. We're doing it. We're well, kidnapping no. the... You, no. Now they're going to do that inside the Catholic Church? Well, I mean, the effect of the First Amendment freedom of religion, it's chilling. I mean, it's absolutely chilling that... And, and why? I mean, shouldn't the Department of Justice be protecting all religions, all ideologies... I mean, but why? the Department of Justice has decided that the Catholic Church is a radical organization. But Merrick Garland has testified under oath uh -huh. that the FBI, and I know that may not be saying a whole lot, but he did. He testified under oath that the FBI was not targeting Catholic parishes. Okay, uh, but again, let's not listen to what people say. Let's look at what they do. The FBI put a spy inside a catholic church now merrick garland can say all day long oh we don't do that oh gosh that's no we respect all religions but there's a memo from the fbi saying catholic churches are breeding grounds for radical maga movement and there's a, a document showing that the fbi put spies inside a catholic diocese i mean it's almost like they're infiltrating the mafia la cosa nostra it's i mean it's just except that the mafia was committing real crimes Catholics aren't. Catholics are much more likely to be the victim I mean, of a crime. Who's Tony Soprano in this in this scenario? Your parish priest? That I'm not sure where the FBI I mean, gets on. the idea that just if if you listen to the Latin Mass, you might be concerned. Well, no, I do know the they get the idea. They have the idea that all conservatives are radicals. That it, Joe Biden said the MAGA movement is the enemy of the United States of America. He said, oh, you know, not all MAGAs, just, you know, the ones who voted for Trump. Look, you, you're talking about more than 80 million people. You're saying 80 million people are enemies of the state. I wonder how many FBI agents attended Easter Mass. Undercover, that yeah. is. Well, if anyone went...
for their own purposes, do they now have their brothers and sisters in the badge looking over their shoulder? It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And that's why Moon does the show. It's why we love filling in, because we're trying to fight back against the insanity. And you know that's true, which is why you listen every single day. Thanks for listening to the Moon Griffon Show. It's been an honor being with you guys today. And we will be back uh, next time Moon asks. Have a great weekend. It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Is he a spy or just a criminal? I'm Evan Brown, Fox News, 21-year-old Jack Teixeira will stay behind bars now, says a Boston federal judge. He's the Massachusetts Air National Guardsman named as the person with high-level access at the Pentagon who stole documents and posted them online. President Biden has said very little about it. He's traveling abroad in Ireland, but there are concerns in the Pentagon. People with access to intelligence product got an email from the Pentagon, and there was one line in bold. It said, do not access or download documents with classified markings from unclassified websites, either from home or work. Fox's Peter Ducey traveling with the president in Dublin. China's foreign minister says the nation will not supply weapons to Russia or Ukraine and insists it is neutral in the conflict. That's despite the leaked intelligence from the Pentagon saying China secretly agreed to arm Russia. A fire burning since Tuesday at an eastern Indiana recycling plant is finally out. Richmond Mayor Dave Snow is saying on social media that the fire at the plastic scrap plant that sparked Tuesday has been fully extinguished ahead of schedule as the focus turns to collecting air and water samples in the eastern Indiana town to determine whether the evacuation order affecting some 1,500 people can be lifted. Fire investigators say the blaze that was fueled by plastic destroyed multiple buildings on the complex. The business was previously cited and barred from accepting more plastic for resale following a 2020 cleanup order. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Football is back. The USFL season begins tomorrow. Philadelphia Stars will play the showboats in Memphis. New Jersey's Generals will challenge the Birmingham Stallions all on Fox. On Wall Street, stocks are lower. The Dow's been down more than 200. America is listening to Fox News. Could you use some extra help meeting basic needs? Like putting food on the table or paying the rent? Keeping your home warm and the lights on? Buying new shoes for growing feet? Or help with medical needs? Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. It's money you can use to help pay for basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, or medical needs. You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability, or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to learn more about SSI and start the application process today. 
That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Court documents show Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Secretary Jack Montese was allegedly involved in a kickback scheme that's resulted in the conviction of Dusty Guidry of Youngsville on three federal charges. Records from the U.S. Attorney's Office indicate Montese signed a contract for a program set up by Guidry where people ticketed for minor violations can take educational courses for hunting and boating licenses through a private company and the violations would be dismissed. Higher Education Commissioner Kim Hunter-Reed tells the House Appropriations Committee the state is seeing fewer students obtaining the state-funded top scholarship, which is a concern of hers. She says based on last year's number, 14% of tops eligible students went to school out of state and another 15%, that's 8,000 tops eligible students, did not go anywhere. She says they would like to know what those high school grads are doing now. And the Raging Cajuns are tied for first place in the Sun Belt heading into this weekend. Louisiana hosts Troy tonight. The Trojans are 6-6 six and six in league play. You can listen to all of the action this weekend right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Highs will top out around 81 degrees. We'll see our winds out of the southwest. Fair overnight tonight and mild as lows will drop back into the mid-60s. Saturday, mostly cloudy. A 60% chance for showers and thunderstorms by the afternoon and evening. Temperatures for highs around 80 degrees. And into Sunday, we get back to mostly sunny skies. A little cooler with a high of 73. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. There are over 10,000 reasons why still is not sold at Lowe's or Home Depot. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at stihlusa.com. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 619. That's 619. Win cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial. Wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 K.